This is TJ Jones, the host of the State of the Saints podcast. And the State of the Saints podcast is brought to you by Manscaped.com. Over 2 million men worldwide choose Manscaped for all their below-the-waist needs. For those that love the lawnmower 3.0, well, I got news for you. The Manscaped engineering team has confirmed that they have successfully created the lawnmower 4.0. The lawnmower 4.0 gives you the ability to turn the 4000K LED spotlight on and off when needed for a more precise shave. The new trimmer even allows you to customize your trim all through additional guards lengths, sizes 1 through 4. And looks wise, it's sleek with a two-tone matte and gloss finish, even features a hot foil stamp, black chrome Manscaped logo. Show your more off loud and proud. Go to manscaped.com, use the promo code State of Saints, and you will save 20% off of the lawnmower 4.0 as well as other Manscaped items. That's manscaped.com. What's going on, Who That Nation? It is yours truly, TJ Jones, the host of the State of the Saints podcast. Thank you all so much for checking out the State of the Saints podcast, where we talk New Orleans Saints. Before I get started on the topic at hand, I want to once again thank Keith Washington, cornerback of the New Orleans Saints, for being a guest on the State of the Saints podcast. For those that didn't check out that interview, it's available right now on youtube.com so immediately following this you can check out an interview that i conducted with cornerback keith washington the second so shouts out to him salute you and i hope you have a really good season now let's go ahead and talk about the topic at hand let's go ahead and and let's let's stop some of the members of the who that nation for walking off the cliff there are so many members of the who that nation right now that on suicide watch, all hope is lost, woe is me, it's over. They feel like me, TJ Jones, the host of the State of Saints podcast, need to just go ahead and quit having shows. Let's go ahead and just wrap it up. Let me take these headphones off. Let me wrap them up. Let me put them over here. Let me go ahead and close up shop because Michael Thomas is going to be out for a couple of games. Okay, Michael Thomas who had surgery in the offseason. He then had surgery again in June. You know, and now he's going to be out for the next uh, couple of uh, a couple of months. And now everybody just all of a sudden just feels like the team is just in peril. All hope is lost. We're going to lose every game. I see people talking about we're not going to make the playoffs. I see people talking about the team going 8-9. and nine. 
You know what bothers me about Saints fans sometimes? You know what bothers me about some of y'all sometimes? It's how quick y'all are to give up on this squad. Y'all like some of the most giving up in this, I quitness fools I've ever seen in my entire life. You're not even looking at the fact that this dude last season missed nine games. This dude had 40 catches for 450 yards last season. This dude had zero touchdowns last season. And yet the Saints still won a division. Yet the Saints still won 12 games. Yet the Saints still went to the divisional round of the playoffs. And yet still, you have people out here that are so scared, so confused, so willing to jump off this bandwagon. I just just can't believe it. And I know what some of you are probably going to say. Well, you know, TJ, I mean, they had Drew Brees. Drew Brees was the one. Drew Brees was hurt. Drew Brees was hurt, too. Drew Brees had, what, 11 cracked ribs? Had a shoulder injury? Had an ankle injury? We had Taysom Hill playing four games? And yet the Saints still went 3-1. and one. I mean, this is the most ridiculous thing I have ever seen or heard in my entire life. You all, some of you, have absolutely no faith in this football team, which I as a fan, and as a a broadcast journalist, don't understand why the hell y'all even roll with the squad. I can see if you had concerns about situations that you have not seen come to fruition. I can understand it, right? We are scared of the unknown, right? We are unscared of the unforeseen future. We're afraid what's over that fence. Why? Because we never crossed over that fence because we haven't looked over that horizon. But when you actually see these things come to pass, what in the hell are you complaining about? Why the hell are you so concerned? Sean Payton, his coaching staff have shown you no matter what the situation has been, no matter what has been going on with this football team, they are able to weather the storm. These dudes went out there and played without a number one and number two corner in one game. They went nine games without the guy who led the NFL in receiving yards and and catches the year before. And yet they went out there and still performed. They still went out there and handled their business. So my question is to you, members of the Who That Nation, saints, friends, family, foes, what the hell is the problem? Why is it that I'm seeing a boatload of 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 comments and, and emails people talking about well all hope is lost oh with me <laughs> we gonna be we gonna be bad why am i saying this stuff why am i saying it it don't make sense and that is one of the main reasons i love you but some of you i hate talking football with because you all jump to conclusions like this at the drop of a hat i hope y'all don't do this in your real life i hope not i hope that if one thing goes wrong it just don't completely just mess your whole life up 
because that's what it feels like. Talking to some of you same fans. This is this is what I'm talking about. This is what I'm talking about here. This is absolutely ridiculous. Anybody that is out here that didn't realize that the Saints still can function without Michael Thomas, what the hell have you been watching? You must have been doing your, your best Stevie Wonder, Ray Charles impression, because y'all didn't see what I saw. I saw a team, no matter the circumstance, I seen a team, no matter who on the field, they still perform to a high level. So if you think that one player, one player is going to stop the show, go ahead and just completely stop being a fan of the New Orleans Saints. Wash your hands with the team, walk away, root for another team that all hands on deck because that's the way the NFL works. That's the way it works, man. You're never going to be 100%. The the depth chart that we're looking at right now, the guys that we are counting on to give us success, you know, and and root for and get us over that hump, nine times out of ten, all of those guys are not going to be accounted for by the end of the season. But yeah, man, man, we, what's going to happen, man? We, we, what are we going to do? Let me, let me use my phone. I need to call somebody. Sean Payton, uh, you going to get a new wide receiver? Man, come on, man. Come on, bro. This is a really good football team with talent all across the board. How many times did this team have to go out here and show you all that they're talented? How many times does this team have to go out there and show you all that they're well coached? How many times does this team have to go to the playoffs when prognosticator after prognosticator after talking head after talking head just buries them every single year with Drew Brees, without Drew Brees, with a good defense, without a good defense? This team still performs, and yet we still have skepticism in the Who That Nation. Somebody please make this make sense to me. I know what some of y'all thinking. Well, why aren't you nervous? Because I've seen this before. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm serious, man. I've seen this before. You ever ran through a maze? Huh? The first time you probably ran through that maze, it was confusing. But when you know where the turns are, when you know how to get out that maze, you walk up in that thing with complete confidence. When you study for a test, all my college students, all my college graduates, when when that test was going to take up about 25, 30% of your grade, you was nervous. But when you studied and crammed all night long and you went into that test, that, that testing room, you had confidence that you was going to pass the test because you knew the freaking material. Question. The Saints have won more games in a regular season than any other team in the NFL. The New Orleans Saints have been without their best player in Drew Brees for nine games in the last two years. The Saints have taken guys like Teddy Bridgewater and, get, and made him a starting quarterback, and he won five games. They took a guy that a lot of people considered as more of a Swiss Army knife and turned him into a quarterback, and they won three out of four games. 
This team without Drew Brees, everybody thought the defense was going to falter. They played the best football. Alvin Kamara was hurt in and out of the lineup. Lata- we, we don't know what to do, AK, AK, we need AK. Latavius Murray averaged 159 yards from scrimmage in the absence of Alvin Kamara. Janora Jenkins, Marshawn Lattimore, oh, man, I don't know what to do. PJ, PJ, we don't know what to do, man. We about to get smoked. We about to get roasted and toasted. Patrick Robinson catches an interception to seal the game against the Detroit freaking Lions. How many times does this team have to show you that they're well coached? How many times does this team have to tell you and show you and prove to you they're worth being cheered for? So if you are ready to jump off a cliff, if you're ready to to just let it all go, like L-Zone Frozen, feel free. But hopefully these words, this beginning diatribe, hopefully it convinces you that we don't have to worry, okay? It's going to be okay. Michael Thomas, out of the lineup. It's a huge blow. I'm not going to lie about that. He is an extremely talented football player. But there are some extremely talented football players on the Saints team as well. So why can't we just trust the Saints organization? Why can't we just trust them to do what's right and win these football games in spite of the circumstances when they have been shown that they are up to the freaking challenge but thank you all so much for being a part of the state of the saints podcast i'll be answering some of your questions and uh we're gonna open up the phone lines in just a few minutes we got the phone lines gonna be up uh got the connection straight no rain in sight here in south carolina myrtle beach south carolina so gonna go ahead and get started i'm gonna start with john john says tj some of our fan base don't know how we are built I'm not understanding why some of them showing doubt because they've been Saints fans for a long time. That's why you want to know the real reason why John, because they've been Saints fans for a long time and they have seen what happens when one or two players go down in the past, the Saints just fold up like a cheap tent. The thing about it is, and I tell y'all this constantly here on the state of the Saints podcast, You have to be able to adjust situations in your mind. You have to be able to do research. You have to be able to come to conclusions on your own. If you're not careful, the thoughts and views of others will go into your subconscious. It will add to the already already information that you have inside of your mind, and it will cloud your judgment. You have people that have been fans of the New Orleans Saints since the 60s the 70s, the 80s. Some of them are on social media right now. And all they know is skepticism. And all they know is unassurance. And all they know is sure, but, you know, sure, but I'm not quite, not quite sure. That's all they know. So all of a sudden, any small thing happened, large or small, they in panic mode. They could have easily said Patrick Robinson you know, going to be missing six games. Oh, no, man, our secondary going to suck. Patrick Robinson a part of the rotation. Like, it's always something. It's always something, man. Like, I ain't got no problem with people giving their opinions and thoughts and views, 
But come on, folks. Come on. Not obvious things. This is just like somebody that shows you love every single day. All my relationship people, married people, dating people. You're 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 with someone. And they buy, you know what I'm saying? They're telling you they love you. And they do all type of sweet things every single day. All of a sudden, this person is in a rush and they run out the door and for the first time and as long as you can remember, they don't say the words, I love you. Some of us, I mean, I'm equating this situation to this. Some of us get so wrapped up in the littlest things. We get so wrapped up in things that that don't even make that much sense. Why would you call your friend and say, I don't think he or she loves me anymore? When they have proven every single day for the exception of the day that they have shown you, they proved to you that they love you in words and in deeds. My advice is to you, why are you so concerned about what's going to happen to this team when they have shown you, once again, that they can weather the storm? Some of people got to get those thoughts out of their heads from back in the day and realize this is the now. Last year does not matter. Two years ago does not matter. It's about right freaking now. And right now, this is a coaching staff that has shown that they're fine. Back in the day, not so much. Not the best coaching staff in the world. But this coaching staff is pretty damn good. Kim says, and I pray people stop uh, always uh, speculating our people's lives. We are not the medical staff, the saints. We don't know what the heck went on or going on. Exactly. Like I hear people talking about he don't want to play for the saints. I'm hearing why he waited so long to get surgery. I'm looking at why, you know what I'm saying, he don't want to be here. Do you know that for sure? You don't know, like, you, we really don't really don't be knowing what's going on in these people's lives, man. We really don't know. Some of you look at these guys in the interviews and you feel like you know that person and you read through it. These guys, you know what I'm saying, they're professionals. They're not going to tell you everything that's going on in their life. They're not going to tell you, well, how's the ankle? Man, you know what, man? God, dog, man, I woke up, man, my ankle was about this swole. They're going to play it off. They're going to be like, man, it's a little sore, but I'm fine. They're not going to tell you everything. All this speculating. And all these people out here that want to write this man off and say he don't want to do this, please don't cheer for this cat when he come back. Please. These the same folk, the same folk that was talking about this man during a contract negotiation. Man, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if he's going to be able to. Man, that's a lot of money. I don't know. Man, get 149 receptions. Man, he a beast. Mike T. Mike T. Mike T. He a beast. All on Twitter. <laughs> he the best. <laughs> slant boy. He ain't no slant boy. <laughs> now you want to take up for the dude. People get hurt. This is a, a almost near 100% injury rate is the National Football League. And we still sitting up here like everybody's going to be Iron Man. You have people like Drew Brees and Eli Manning and Brett Favre. These guys are anomalies. That's the reason why articles come out about them and their longevity in the league, because it's so rare. Cam Jordan do it. He's rare. Guys are going to miss games, no matter if you're good or you're bad. I don't, no matter if you're elite or not elite. Ask Aaron Donald. It don't get more elite than that. 
But he was in and out of line with cracked ribs. But that's the best interior lineman in the NFL. Some people even say that this dude is the best player in the NFL. But no, no, not our players, man. They can never get hurt. They got to be their own time. They got to have their button uh, all the way to the top. They got to say yes sir, no, sir. They got to, you know what I'm saying, bow to the people. They got to shake hands. They got to kiss babies. And when they get hurt, they got to hurry up and get surgery and come on back. And if they don't come on back, that means they don't want to be there. Give me a damn break, man. Come on. Y'all still have your defense. There is no need to panic. Thank you very much, Jules. Thank you very much, bro. I appreciate that. The defense. Very good defense. I talked to Keith Washington about the defense. You know, he said, you know, they got it. They, they are up to the challenge. And I believe that. I, I'm just over this stuff, man. I'm sorry. I'm over this stuff, man. I'm, I'm, I'm tired of being in panic mode, man, every single time. You know, like, if you just take a look at what has transpired, I guarantee you, you'll, you'll, you'll be fine too. We, we can't, like, you can't lose your mind over stuff that, that has not happened yet. At least let it happen. Lamar Jackson can't throw the football. Exactly. Exactly. Coming out of Louisville. That's a good example, dude. Lamar Jackson, he need to maybe go to wide receiver. Dude, league MVP. Don't know what's going to happen until it happens. So why are we concerning ourselves about this? As long as we don't run Kamara into the ground, we'll be fine. Our wide receivers are still good, but it still hurts that we passed on Elijah Moore and Marshall in the draft. How, how so? How so? Why so? How do we know? How do we know this? How do we like, how do we know that what we have right now is not good enough? How do we know this? Like, how do we know? Like, how do you know all hope is lost? How do you know what we have on the roster is not good enough? Once upon a time, ladies and gentlemen, the best wide receiver on the Saints team was a seven round pick, number 252 in the NFL draft named Marcus Coastal. The best running back on the team was an undrafted free agent out of Illinois named Pierre Thomas. You know what I'm saying? An undrafted free agent out of Tulsa named Lance Moore was our slot receiver and a second-round pick who had almost stone for hands when he first got into the league but had Wills and Devery Henderson. And a guy that people raised their eyebrows about but knowing that all he had was straight line speed when he got into the league and good wide receiver blocking skills and Robert Meacham. And guess what? With that crew, the Saints went to the damn Super Bowl with that. So how in the hell do we know? Why do we feel like we got to go out here and get some dude that had a name and, and, and get all this type of recognition in order for us to feel validated? I don't care about that. There were so many other guys before Michael Thomas even came into the league. There were five wide receivers that were picked before this dude. And he is better than all those cats. You cannot judge a book by its cover. And in this case, you can't judge a player by their draft position. Why are we doing this? We do not know what's going to happen. Well, Drew Brees ain't here. Well, the, the knock on Drew Brees was the fact that he can't get the ball down the field which limits a lot of these guys' best strengths. You don't tell, you can't tell me uh, Deontay Harris probably wouldn't have about four or five touchdowns by taking the top off the defense last season. 
Same thing, maybe about two or three more touchdowns for Trey Quan. You telling me probably in a red zone situation, if if Jameis can move around, Jawan Johnson can't find space to get himself a touchdown for the first time in his career. Are you telling me a guy like Quan Baker can't run a wide receiver screen? Something that he was really successful at doing when he was at uh, South Alabama. Is that what you're telling me? So it got to take a guy like Elijah Moore, a name that you recognize, or some dude that you just recognize and just automatically he just comes in with a bunch of fanfare and he's just going to solve all the Saints' problems. We thought the same thing about Brandon Cooks. He didn't solve the Saints' problem. Good receiver. But he couldn't get there yet. He, he kept the ball very well. But he couldn't get no yards after the catch, could he? We do this every single time. There's always that dangling carrot in front of our face and hook, line, and sinker like a speckled trout in Lake Ponsatrain. We have no choice but to bite on this bait every single time, man. Why can't we just be patient and see this thing work out? Do y'all realize some of the guys that we cheer for and that are renowned in the realm of Saints history they weren't supposed to be as good as they were do you think do you think do you think Marcus Colston was really supposed to be this good this dude played tight end at a school that doesn't even have a football program anymore Hofstra they took this dude in the seventh round this dude was about four picks away from being Mr. Irrelevant and became one of the greatest New Orleans Saints wide receivers of all time some people will say he is. Pierre Thomas, every single person that came in at the running back position, Sean Payton constantly was trying to get Pierre Thomas off the field. And no matter who came in, he still handled his business. One of the best screen runners I've ever seen in Pierre Thomas. Undrafted free agent, wasn't even really supposed to be in a league like that. This dude was like, what, backing up with Rashad Mendenhall? Am I not am I not mistaken? But we so concerned, man. Well, I'm scared. Oh, my God, I don't know what to do. Knock it off, man. Knock it off. I came for all the smoke here today. Uh, Soulfingers499 says, TJ, many fans listen to all these so-called experts who put out bad info for clicks. We are good. We are not the ain'ts, but the saints. Who that? Thank you very much for the $4.99. This is all I'm saying right here. You got individuals that eat, sleep, and breathe Saints football. The ones that eat, sleep, and breathe football, you never, like, honestly, you never really see these cats just doing stuff for clickbait. Just think of some of the trusted names. People that, you know what I'm saying, from NewOrleansSaints.com, like my guy John DeShazer, my guy Nick Underhill, Ross Jackson. You know what I'm saying? Deuce Winham. Maddie, like, you know what I'm saying? These, like these individuals, uh, Mike Triplett, like these individuals, I mean, they, they give you the news, but they ain't trying to give you stuff in order to be all up in your face. But then you go to some of these national articles, the articles, the NBC sports, the CBS sports, and they read these different things and they, and they put it in the form of a way to create controversy. They write these articles in order to create controversy in order for you to come back and and feel some type of way about a guy who has given 
everything he's had to this organization. One thing you can say about Michael Thomas, every single year he was in a Saints uniform since his rookie season to now. Every time he was on, on the field for the exception of last year's injury, his numbers, his stats, his productivity, his skill set has developed. For anybody to say that this dude don't want to be here, he folded it in, I would say, what the hell have you been drinking? I understand that it's Friday, but at least wait to Friday night in order for you to start drinking like that. Because there is no way in the world I believe that Michael Thomas is phoning it in. This is a guy that plays a sport where guys get hurt. He got hurt, and it happens. So the Saints are going to have to make some moves. Rather, it's trusting the guys that they have, going out here, maybe getting themselves a seasoned veteran. Who knows? But whatever they do, it will be in the best interest of the team. I cannot buy this narrative about Michael Thomas phoning it in. This dude has given everything he's had. This dude wants to be great. And let me tell you something, folks. All-time greats don't phone it in. I'm going to say that again. All-time greats don't phone it in. And everything about Michael Thomas, to me, tells me that he wants to be an all-time great. I, I don't know, man. I understand that brunch was earlier. Maybe people have been drinking mimosas. I don't know what's going on. I really don't. But you, you got, like, I will not, like, I will not here on the State of St. Podcast let anybody discredit or demean Michael Thomas's name. Because this, like, this would be hypocrisy of the highest estate. They got some hypocrites in the Huda Nation, man. I'm calling it. Don't think, don't think I don't know when that when his contract was uh when his contract was up. Some of y'all was talking about he wasn't worth that money when he got 149 reception. Y'all deleted y'all y'all comments. I seen it. I ain't say nothing, but I, I saw it. I saw some of y'all doing that now. I'm just being real. I'm just being real. My boy, I'm about to open up the phone lines, man. Hey. We're talking Michael Thomas on the State of the Saints podcast. Thank you so much. If you're enjoying the State of the Saints podcast, do your boy a favor. Go ahead and hit the thumbs up, man. Give your boy a golden thumbs up, man. Need to get those thumbs up, man. Trying to get kind of get up into there, man. Trying to get into that realm, man. We're trying to get that magical number 10,000 subscribers, and I need your help. So if you enjoy the State of the Saints podcast, you're enjoying the content, go ahead and hit that like button, man. The haters, y'all can hit the dislike button, but it ain't gonna stop nothing. Moving on. I'm putting it, I'm putting the link down in the chat. Feel free to chime in. Let's see what we let's see what you all have to say about Michael Thomas. Kim says they did it with Mike T and Alvin, and they both were hurt, and they still owe AK a damn apology. Dude out there playing on one leg. Exactly. Dude said he was at 71%. And you know what people said, Kim? I don't know. He might be. Uh... I heard he went to clutch sports and clutch sports. They what they do to athletes, they they make them change. They they get an ego when they get over there with 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 with, with Jay-Z in there. Now he with Jay-Z, he changing. Like we hear all these different damn scenarios, man. What the like, I don't know, man. These conspiracy theories are, are, are ridiculous, man. I don't know who the hell I be talking to, man. I mean, some of these conspiracies are up there, like with the Kennedy assassination, the King assassination, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like you know, 
I mean, the disappearance of uh, uh, John Gotti, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, they up there. They they up there, man. Like, some of these conspiracy theories that y'all have by these players ain't playing or not, you know what I'm saying, or hurt or not coming back on time. Like, they're, they're unbelievable, man. I, I'm just wondering. I know it's Friday once again, but I'm just wondering what's in that cup, okay? I see some, maybe some of them cups I, I, I probably will see when, when y'all come on or red or blue or something like that. Maybe maybe y'all drinking something clear, maybe some vodka, but y'all clearly can't be drinking nothing that keeps you coherent for you to say that Michael Thomas is not giving his all on the football field. But let's go to the host of the Black and Gold Breakdown podcast. Good friend of mine on a trajectory. He on his way up. I'm talking about my guy, Aaron, man. Aaron, what's going on, man? How you doing? What's going on, TJ? How you doing this afternoon? Man, I'm doing all right, man. I'm fired up, man. I, I, I'm, I'm kind of ticked off, man. I'm hot. It's fist grease right now because the, the 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 comments of this Michael Thomas situation is absolutely ridiculous, man. But I, I've said enough. The floor is yours. Feel free. Let us know how you feel about this situation. Man. All right, look with the whole look, guys. With the whole Michael Thomas situation, I'm not too worried about it for a couple reasons. One, this team is going to be more run heavy anyway. We are dealing with a new quarterback. Uh, whether it be Taysom Hill, Jameis Winston, Ian Book, doesn't matter. The one thing you want to give a new quarterback and going into a new era of football for your local team is a running game. And the Saints have that with Alvin Kamara and uh, Latavius Murray sprinkling a little bit of Ty Montgomery. The point being, this is going to be a, I would say, a sort of like a Cleveland Brown type of type of season this year for the Saints. Doing a whole lot of running, lean on your running backs, and set up the play action. Let your guys, whoever is at who, whoever is slinging the ball, slinging downfield to a Trey Quantumid, Deontay Harris, whoever's running downfield. Second thing is the depth for the wife, the depth for the receivers for this team is honestly not that bad. That's number two. Let's look at the, the, the receiving chart for the New Orleans Saints. You got Trey Smith. Working out with Jameis Winston, hitting those 40 45 yard bombs down down in Florida and California, wherever they at. You got Deontay Harris, who's going to obviously have more more uh, in terms of his uh, his role in the offense. Why you guys haven't heard this name yet? Look out for it in the, in the preseason games. Lawrence Wood the third. He's an undrafted return specialist. He's had six returning touchdowns during his last co- in the last year of. Honestly, he's really good, underrated. He's shifty, just like Deontay Harris, but he's bigger. He's got a he's got a bulkier frame. And he's able to he's got yards after contact to his name. Lawrence Wood, watch out for him in preseason. The next guy is Adam Troutman, tight end number one. We already know about his uh passing ability, his pass catching ability from his time at Dayton. But the one the one mark on Adam Troutman was can't he run block? Guess what, folks? He was the number one rated tight end in run blocking last year with an 84.1 run blocking grade uh, listed by Pro Football Focus, uh, one of the leading metrics for uh, for sports players. What about tight end number two? We've got either Nick Bennett, a former, a former Denver Bronco tight end, or Juwan Johnson, who's coming up as a, as a more frequent name throughout, throughout the Houdet Nation. Juwan Johnson, a former undrafted receiver up from Oregon, who is being slotted over to tight end, also working out with Jameis Winston, mind you, in right. California, and, he, and he's been working out with Scott. 
If you guys don't know who Route God is, he is responsible for a lot of big names being uh, being as good as they are, whether it be Devontae Adams, Deontay Johnson from Pittsburgh, whether it be Stephon Diggs, whether it be even so much as Michael Thomas, if he ever decides to go down there. The point of the being is he's responsible for getting for being part of some of the greatest uh, the greatest highlights we've seen out of receivers in the last three seasons. Right. Uh, Juwan Johnson, Lil John Humphreys, Deontay Harris, Marquez Callaway, they've all worked out with Route God. And Route Marquez Callaway is another is another big name on a come up. An undrafted right. receiver out of out of Tennessee. Tennessee. We, all, yep. we all know what the Saints can do so far with Tennessee players, undrafted or not. Right. Uh, whether it be Alec Kamara, Marquez Callaway, uh, Shy Tuttle. You guys know who Shy Tuttle is? You better, you better. The fact of the matter is, CJ, these guys are just blowing this out of proportion. They really are. And it's only for five games. Let's look at let's look at the five, the first five games for the schedule of the New Orleans Saints. First, you've got the Green Bay Packers. Okay, great. The Green Bay Packers, if you guys if you guys haven't heard yet, yeah, the Green Bay Packers are in worse position right now than the New Orleans Saints, officially because not only are they possibly going to be losing Aaron Rodgers, but it was just reported by Ian Rappaport that Devontae Adams has just recently cut long-term extension talks with the Green Bay Packers front office. So they're not only going to be losing their starting quarterback, they're also probably going to be losing their best wide receiver. Now let's look at the, the other schedule for the first four to five games. You've got Week two against the Carolina Panthers. Yeah. Not too much to worry about there. You've had their number. You've had their number for the longest time now. Week three against the New England Patriots. The New England Patriots made a lot of moves in free agency in terms of getting a lot of uh, key acquisitions to help out their quarterback. But defensively, they're still very sus, okay? They right. only have Stephon, they have Stephon Gilmore, who's probably not going to be there. J.C. Jackson still is still going to be there. But their secondary is not looking too, is not looking too good. For New Orleans Saints, they can still pretty much easily win that game, and their linebackers aren't so much to speak about. That's a good. That's a good recipe for a successful play action offense. Week two. What about? Sorry, week three. Excuse me. Week four against the Giants. Now, week four against the Giants. That's probably my only game of concern. My only game of concern because I know what Joe Judge is capable. I know what Joe Judge is capable of. He's right. worked under Bill Belichick, and he's gotten that defense humming. Towards a back half of their life, a back half of this season, now we could be seeing a little bit of a 2015 type of type of uh, type of game between the Saints and the Giants. But honestly, I think the Saints can really use the time of possession, use the game clock to their advantage in that game, and they can come away with. I would say if they can come out with a three point win, I'll take that any day of the week. Yeah, and they're, I mean, they're most likely going to get Michael Thomas back after the bye week, which is honestly really good. All you have to do is keep your head above water until week six or seven. So what's the problem? People should really just, yeah, I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it either, man. And um, I just don't understand it. And I I wish I can. Well, no, I don't. I don't wish. Uh, But some of these folks, man, I just be wondering, like, what, what, what they be thinking, man, or do they be watching some of the same things? I mean, this team has shown in the past that they're able to overcome all different types of adversity. Rather be late, you know, down late in games, rather it be somebody being injured. Like this team plays hard regardless. So I, I wish that I could sit up here and tell everybody, oh, hope is lost. Like some of y'all want to hear, but that's not going to happen. man. But Aaron, thank you so much, man. Appreciate it. Uh, looking forward to uh, being a guest uh, on your on your podcast uh, later on t- uh, today, right? 
be on yeah, there yeah, yeah, less than two hours later on today. So I'll be on the uh black and gold breakdown podcast with Aaron real soon, man. So y'all y'all be on the lookout for that. Really excited about that, man. You take it easy, man. You too, DJ. Who that brother? Yeah, right. Take it easy. Yeah, man. Be on the show with Aaron, Black and Gold Breakdown Podcast, uh, real soon. Um, looking forward to that. Uh, excited about being on that on that podcast, man. Excited about that. Uh, let's see. I'm gonna read read a few more comments, then I go to Jerry. Uh, John giving a shout out to Aaron, saying uh, he loves the show. Tyron says, uh, "Man costing us money, paid him to be on the field. Period." Oh my bad. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. Like, yeah, we we paid him, but a lead that people always constantly get hurt. Like the Saints didn't expect that to happen. Like the Saints didn't expect that to happen. The Saints paid Drew Brees. $23 $23 million, but, you know, I mean, they paid him to be on the field, but did I hear anything about that? No, I didn't, right? He missed nine games in the last two years, but they paid him $23 million every single year, right? But Drew Brees got skins on the wall. But Drew Brees got skins on the wall. Michael Thomas had more receptions than any other wide receiver in the last four seasons. I would call that skins on the wall. He's a two-time first-team All-Pro. I would say that skins on the wall. He's a, a multi-time Pro Bowler. He's only missed the Pro Bowl one time, and that's last year when he got hurt. I would say he got skins on the wall. He's always ranked among the top 10 best players in the NFL, in particular the class of 2020, the top 100. He was ranked number five. I would say he has skins on the wall. Once again, before you come and say some stuff like this, please, please, please think about what you're saying. You're basically saying that they paid a player to play a game. I can understand it. But he plays a game where there is a 100, nearly 100% injury rate. Let me tell you some other guys that got paid a lot of money and missed a lot of games. Um, Can I interest you in J.J. Watt? Did he not miss a lot of games? I mean, come on, man. Odell Beckham Jr., did he not get a big contract from New York? Did he miss a lot of games? Come on, man. No, come on, man. I'm going to Jerry. I'm going to Jerry. I'm going to Jerry. <laughs> man, what's, going, what's going on, man? I'm, what's I'm, up, TJ? What's up, TJ? Man, how you doing, man? How, how you doing, man? Uh, what I'm you got doing, for I'm me? I'm doing good, right, man. man. I can't. Go ahead, man. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, that that that's that's why I'm here, TJ. To calm to calm the storm down, brother. <laughs> Man. Yeah, but Look, what, do you, what do you think about this Michael Thomas situation? I I have to agree with you say, and I'm gonna have to agree with uh what Aaron was saying, and I and I'll check out his podcast later today. Shout out to Aaron on yeah. the Black and Gold Breakdown podcast. I'm gonna check him out later. Yeah. But uh, on this on this subject, TJ, I say the Saints gonna be just fine. Without yeah. Michael Thomas, because you don't, because don't forget, don't forget who that nation, and also shout out to everybody in the chat. Don't forget, we got a a big wide receiver squad that can step up in place of Michael Thomas. Right, we're gonna be all, we're gonna be all right. Who that nation? So yeah, so stop, stop, so stop sweating, stop worrying about oh oh who gonna be uh taking it. For Michael Thomas, I said, don't I said, don't worry about it. We got Callaway, we got Smith, we got Harris, we got that uh that Baker guy from uh South Alabama. We're gonna Brian Baker, yeah. We got yep. yes, we got we got these wide young wide receivers that can step up to the plate. Because think about it. Uh Emmanuel Sanders, when he was with us last year, he stepped up to the plate in place of Michael Thomas. So don't right. forget that. 
when it went when uh, when Michael Thomas was missing some games. So no, nah, they don't remember. So, that. They don't remember that, Jared. They don't remember none of this stuff, man. All they, they remember is Michael Thomas got hurt today. I mean, he, he gonna be out for a couple games. They don't remember that stuff, man. They got amnesia today. Only thing. But the only thing I can say is, TJ, I, I, I wish Michael Thomas a speedy recovery. Yeah. I, I, I ain't no telling how long he's going to be out, but I just wish him a very speedy recovery, and he's going right. to be back stronger than ever because I know Michael Thomas like a book. Why do you think they call him can't guard Mike? Right. Because these cornerbacks, they already know they can't touch him. I they already can't know. touch him, you man. You try to do everything you can. But Michael Thomas... That's still you're on another dude, level, bro. Yeah, we're on and another yes. level, man. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't I, like to me, I don't see what the problem is. I, I don't. I feel like this dude, some people, some guys, like you, you just it's unfortunate they get hurt, but I he's like you you should never question their passion for the game, they love for the game, how hard they play, do they want to be there? This dude got pride, man. Like this dude plays with like such a huge chip on his shoulder. And for anybody to like insinuate that this dude don't want to play football, I don't believe it. I don't believe I don't believe it. Like this dude want to be great. And how do you become great? Right. You be out there and you play. So trust and believe if this dude felt that, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, if I get surgery a little bit earlier, or, you know what I'm saying? Or something else was going on. Trust and believe he would have got it already so he can be available. Like, there's not a doubt in my mind, man. So, uh, all these people out here that's questioning this man's heart, like, I, Listen, I can't buy that, man. It should be a shame. Pat, 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 uh, look, look, TJ Jones, that's, like I've been saying, it all, all the whole time, you got different type of Saints fans that worry too damn much. You got, you got, they worry too much because, now, 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 if you, now, if you're a realistic fan, I, I have no problem with that. But if you're just coming on the bandwagon, you need to check yourself. Yeah. Uh, I you mean, need to check all yourself this... if you're a bandwagoner. But if you're a realistic fan like myself, you're all right. You have, well, no, I... you have no issue. Well, I feel this way, man. Go ahead and let them leave, man, and make more room for the real fans. Get us some wiggle room because, I mean, <laughs> you know, the, 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 the train got a little tight. You know what I'm saying? You know how you ever just been on, been on a bus or, or a train or something like that? You got to squeeze through because they got too many people. Some of my people out there probably took public transportation. Know what I'm talking about? You got to squeeze through. Then all of a sudden, you stop at that, that school, and there, everybody get, and then yes. everybody get out. You know what I'm saying? And all of a sudden, you can finally sit down. So, I mean, some of us been standing up for too long, man. You know, because you know some of these bandwagon fans been sitting down. So hopefully, they can get up and some real fans can sit down. So, Jared, but Jared, man, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Uh, thank you for being a part of State of Saints podcast and uh. Look forward to your commentary in the future, man. Yes, sir. And also, also, like I said, I, I, I'll check, I'll check out the uh, Black and Gold Breakdown podcast with you and Aaron. So, so yeah, yeah so I'll be so, so, so you, you already know the OG gonna be there, uh, uh, whether one way that. or another. Yeah, man, and everybody and else, man, come out, on over. Yeah, and also shout out, and also shout out to everybody in the chat. You know, the OG loves each and every one of y'all, and that's absolutely nothing y'all can do about it because y'all the reason. Why? Why I keep talking Saints football with y'all? Because I'll mm-hmm. never, I'll never let that go. I'll right. never let it go. So I just want to just give my encouragement, just count your blessings and and say your prayers, and we're gonna be all right. Just woo side if you want to. Yeah, please. We're gonna be do, all please. right this season. But trust me. Yeah, we'll be just fine. Jared, thank you so much, man. Appreciate it. 
All right. All right, TJ. You take care. I'll holler at you later. All right, man. Take it easy. Man, shout out to Jared. Yeah, man. I, I I can't get all nervous like some people. Uh, let's see. Sean knows Larry Fitzgerald. Do you think they will bring him in on a one-year deal? Uh, I mean, there's a possibility. You know, there's a possibility they can bring in Larry Fitzgerald. I can see that happening, you know. I mean, Larry Fitzgerald, I mean, he up there in age, but nothing happened to his hands. He still had that high catch rate. So we got to run that football with Kamara, Taysom, Murray, the only way we can win games. Yeah, I think they can win games passing the ball too, you know. I, I think they need a balanced attack. I do agree with that. I think they do need to put emphasis on running the football. Uh, plus, we're going more to a two-tight end package and run this year uh then uh when the op- uh when the opponent uh come lost to try and uh stop is that when we go over their heads um let's see i guess just hold on let me read that again uh then when the opponent comes uh okay so i guess what you're saying matthew is you know we're trying to change up the format of the of the uh of the offense you know running more of a two tight end set running the football not so much uh throwing the football so much but i can't say i believe that i can't say i believe it i don't i don't believe that they're going to just you know not throw the football i mean it's sean payton we talking about here uh but let's go to b mac uh b mac thank you so much for being a part of the state of saints podcast what you got for us hey what's up man can you hear me i can hear you just fine oh man long time listener you show man uh Really uh, love your show. I like the progression you've been making over the last couple of years. I just wanted to say that, though. I appreciate it, man. Thank you so much. Right off the bat, man, I don't talk Saints football with, with casual fans, and you kind of hear a lot of uh, ridiculous ridiculous things coming from fans. I remember a couple of years ago, you need to fire Sean Payton. You need to get rid of this player. You need to get rid of that player. And it's just like, as soon as I hear that, I have very little to say to you because that just tells me you're a casual fan. You know, you don't really, you don't really understand this. You know, this thing. You know, so, like it, it, as it pertains to Mike Thomas. Come on now. I mean, if we look at the history of the Saints' offense, it's never been a problem since Sean Payton has been here. Right. You're not saying that it's a revolving door, but it's been somewhat of a revolving door with with who's at receiver. I mean, all you've seen is production. That's literally all you've ever seen from a Sean Payton-led offense, regardless of who's the running back, who's the tight end. They find a way to move the ball. They find a way to score. So I said all that to say, man, you can't even give those people your energy. I just literally shut down because it tells (laughs) me you're probably more casual. You're more of a headline reader. You don't understand this thing, you know. so, you know, I say that to say, don't give us your energy, uh, TJ, man. Yeah. You know what it is. Yeah. I mean, but the thing about it is, um, I said this before, and I I, I put a post up, man, and um, it said, I was talking about how you like, why some of these uh, debate shows, right? And I'm mm-hmm. like, how is it that these guys have about 300 plus episodes a year, mm-hmm. and they never agree on absolutely nothing yeah, but for the exception of a topic, if they speak against, they'll get fired. Think about that. Right. Like if they start talking about like social justice issues, they all on board the same thing. If they start right. talking about different, like like think about how many personalities you have. So you can't agree who the best player is. You can't agree who the start of, of the show uh, of the you know what I'm saying of the game was. 
the player right. of the game and all that other stuff. You don't you give this guy credit, don't want to give this guy credit, but all of a sudden, like when it comes to something serious like that, with my job on the line, oh, we all on one accord. Right. People just really need to start thinking about that stuff and understand that it's entertainment. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's entertainment. These people will literally tell you anything they possibly can in order to keep you watching their show. And the more intrigue that they can give to you, the more suspicion they can give to you is you going to be coming right back because you're going to want some more. And eventually you're going to start having these thoughts into your mind like, man, you know what I'm saying? Maybe that is the case, but you have to be able to kind of decipher through the nonsense. And you can't do that if you don't do your own research. Oh, I tell right. people, B-Mac, don't even don't even just listen to me like that. I ain't saying I got all the answers. I give I give my opinion based on how you know what I'm saying things are lined up. Sometimes I might miss something, and you might be able to catch something I do. You should always right. go back and fact check, man. Straight up. Facts. Yeah. But I appreciate it, B Mac. Thank you so much for your for your comments. And uh feel free to call back anytime, man. Yes, sir. All right, take care. Yeah, man. Shout out to B Mac. But yeah, like you gotta do your own research, man. Gotta do your own research you gotta you gotta be able to go out here and, and and know that nobody feeding you some nonsense you know i mean i'm i'm concerned you know i'm concerned about the conditions of the world from time to time because we believe everything that we hear we believe everything that we hear you ever wonder to yourself you know like what no matter what side of the fence you sit on you got individuals out here that are trying to Think about this. You got people out here that are trying to prohibit individuals from taking a COVID vaccine shot. They have taken a COVID vaccine shot. Seriously. Oh, don't, don't let nobody tell you what to do. You don't need to take it. Ben, why you took it? And why are you telling me that all these different things when you took it upon yourself to do it? This, this is the type of world that we're living in, folks. People are telling you one thing. And living and, and, and doing something com- the complete freaking opposite. And if you're not careful, you'll be walking around like a, a little, you know, puppet on a string. You got to be careful, man. Do the research. But the State of the Saints podcast is brought to you by Manscaped.com. Make sure that you go over to Manscaped.com uh, and purchase your lawnmower 4.0 that is available right now. Use the promo code State of Saints and you will save 20% off of all of your Manscaped purchases. Okay, so use that promo code State of Saints, you'll save 20% off. And also, I want to thank uh, Manscaped, uh, just uh, resigned with them uh, for the 2021 NFL season. So excited about that. Want to thank Manscaped for having the confidence in the State of the Saints podcast. Uh, and you know, we've We've been at it, man, for almost, you know, we'll be at it for almost a year, man. So shouts out to Manscaped.com, uh, giving the State of Saints podcast the opportunity. Great folks over there, uh, great company, great products, and uh, I know you'll like it too. I'm going to go to Quinn. Uh, Quinn, what's going on, man? How you doing? What's up, brother? Uh, what you got for us, man? To, to, to be honest, you know, this just make us a must-see football. That's all that's going on right now. We just must-see mm-hmm. football without Drew Brees. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I feel like nobody – we ain't got nothing to worry about. The right. problem is – I think the problem is what, the, what everybody got is because we have one of those teams where we don't tell nobody nothing. Yep. So everybody's yep. just guessing and they doing something. My thing is, like, I be trying to tell people, the day you hear Sean Payne say something, that's when you worry. 
You right. get what I'm saying? Right now, you don't worry about nothing. We good, man. We got everything we need. We straight. We gonna we gonna do what we do. Yeah, y'all talking about everybody. T- he talking about run heavy. We ain't gonna be no run heavy. We still gonna be who we is. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's the that's the best thing, and that's why I was telling you in the beginning the long time ago we was talking about that Jace, the uh, Taysom and J- uh, Jameis situation. That's why I was right. telling you like they gonna end up doing some equal uh, situation because. He gonna get in, and if he do his little run thing, you get what I'm saying, and then Jameis is gonna just throw it. Like I said, you know what I'm saying. I feel like, <clears throat> excuse me, but I think they are gonna do one of them little situations where they go back and forth and see they see what's work. Right. But the first five games that we got, man, we straight on. To be honest, everybody running by all these. Te- he was y'all talking about all these teams. I don't see no cornerbacks on these most of these teams y'all talking about, except for the uh, Packers. I think that's the only one who really got a good like. He got he got a straight enough cornerback group. You get what I'm saying? Right. For them five games, right. I think we good enough for them five games. You know what I'm saying? We got everything right. we need. We still got tight ends, right. and that's something James all. That's something James liked to play with, but he never had a uh, tight end when he was in uh, the Buccaneers. You know what I'm saying? So now he got right. he got him a legit tight end now. So we're gonna. I think we're gonna be straight. I think everybody just worrying because they don't know and they don't tell you nothing. So you're gonna worry. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Because you don't know nothing. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's just like when your mama tell you to stop doing something. You be trying to figure out why. You get know what I'm saying? Just, right. just listen. Just, just, right. just be quiet. Just pay attention. You get know what I'm saying? Right. It's one of those situations. But, but we good. I'm going to the um. I'm going to the I'm going to the little training camps, and when they come up, okay, I'm gonna go out there and check it out and see. But I got confident in them. I, I don't yeah, see what's wrong. Long as long as we still got an offensive line. That's all that matters. People worry about the wrong things. The the things that matter is the O line. You got an O line, you good. You get right. what I'm saying? Long as he got enough time to throw that ball, somebody's gonna get open. Right. Yeah. Like I, y'all said, I agree. Yeah. And like y'all said, y'all was talking about Kamara. Y'all forgetting he can catch. Yeah. Y'all forgot we got uh Ty Montgomery. You know, he can catch. Even Murray, he getting a little better at catch. You get what I'm saying? So it's like, don't worry about. Everybody worrying about way too much. That's the piece. What I start realizing is the people who worry the most are the people who never really play football. I don't you, really know that much about it. Exactly, because the, the true word is any given Sunday. You know, that's that's real. You get what I'm saying? So it's right. like they know what they're doing. And if, if, if and like y'all, like you said, bro, if it's really that if it's really that deep, they can really just go sign somebody if they really need it to. You right. get what I'm saying? They can at least, if, if anything, they go get like a little golden tight or something. Go get him for one year. You know right. what I'm saying? Just see what he do for a minute. Then you know what I'm saying? They they can still let him go if they want to or something. You get what I'm saying? It's like it's no big deal. It's just one person. Right. I think the problem is they worry about it so much because the the thing that guess what? Drew Brees not here. Who do that's that's the main thing. That's why everybody think everything they do is gonna be bad, but they don't realize. Like you were saying, these past two years, bro, we've been winning without Drew Brees technically. Right. You get what I'm saying? Yep. And Thomas deserved to have a little break because he he has been like the top raw receiver. You get what I'm saying? Even though I thought he did the surgery a long time ago. You get what I'm saying? But he still deserved his little time. You know what I'm saying? So, and then yeah. people don't realize, bro, we got 17 games this year. They mm-hmm. ain't, ain't like the regular. It's not regular no more. So it's like we still gonna be good with y'all, with regards of what y'all think. We gonna be good because at the end of the day, everybody in our division not that good. We it's only gonna be us and Timber Bay. So we gonna make the playoffs regardless. Because mm-hmm. the Falcons don't got Julio no more. So who, who, tell me who they gonna they gonna rely on. Please tell me somebody they got that they made some difference on. You feel me? 
Yeah. I mean, they, like, they got Kelvin. I don't want to just disrespect Kelvin Ridley. I mean, like he, that. I mean, he came into his he own good, last season. Who's gonna be? Who's gonna be his, his his backup now, though? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, who's gonna be his turnaround person? They ain't I mean, got their tight ends they normally have. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, why y'all? And then they defense still not with. You know what I'm saying? They defense still trash. If you want right. to be real. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Cause I stay, I stay in Atlanta, so I be seeing it. Like these folks ain't, these folks not gonna be good. The Panthers, yeah. I don't think they gonna good. They still, who, who they got? Sam Darnold, something like that, right? They yeah. thinking just because he went to a new team, he gonna change. Yeah, I don't him. I don't see changing because yeah. he didn't. He never proved himself. He ain't, he ain't proved himself a little bit the Jets. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like I don't know. I don't. I don't know, bro. I I just feel like we good. I know we good. And I think. I think everybody just got to be ready just for the season to start. Just let it start. They should, if you really a Saints fan, you should know if Sean Payne don't say nothing, we good. Yeah. The only time you worry is if he say something. If he don't say nothing at all, we good. We got one of the best GMs in NFL right now. Yeah. Just chill out and just trust, just trust what they doing. You know what I'm saying? Just trust yeah. it. Because I see people out here that's, that's, that's trying to win and that's trying to build chemistry. That's why, People don't realize what Jameis doing is very important because he's he's building that chemistry with all the wide receivers. See, at first everybody was like, "Why he not doing nothing with Thomas?" But you don't realize they probably already knew Thomas wasn't gonna play right now. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, they probably knew that, man. And honestly, they didn't really answer too many questions about him, man. They know what's going it, on. Exactly. And yeah. So, I mean, I look, I, I trust this organization, and I think that this organization gonna do what's best uh, for. For the, for the organization, you know, and they're going to yeah. get the right pieces in place. But, uh, Quinn, mm-hmm. uh, thank you so much, man. Appreciate the, uh, your comments and uh, call back anytime, man. All right, brother. All right, take it easy. Yeah, I mean, you have a good point, man. You know, like a lot of people are afraid and don't know because the Saints don't really disclose, uh, you know what I'm saying, give you any type of information about the team. And, um, you know, when you don't know something, man, you only can speculate. And a lot of this stuff is just pure speculation right now. But the speculation is coming off and coming out as, you know, just worrying, not you know, unnecessarily, if you ask me. Uh, no, Jerry, don't block him. I need to know who my enemy is. So. <laughs> uh, Mike T going to be back in week eight versus Tampa. I'm ready for that game. Uh, Jeff says, real talk, Perez, that goes back to the point I was making our coaching staff and organization is why we win games, and that's a fact. Uh, ben Leeper, you need Jesus. <laughs> uh, Bucks fans, uh, we was called Winston Trash. We was calling your whole team trash. <laughs> Not just Winston alone, huh? Gotta love it when you got Suckaneer fans in the Division Rival podcast, a.k.a. the Trolls. I mean, that's because this podcast is, is what it is, man. That's why. You know, <laughs> I, I appreciate that, man. I think, look, I already told y'all, man. I, I think we're one of the best Saints podcasts out there right now. Not only that, I think we want the best sports podcasts out there right now. So why wouldn't you want to hear that? You know, why wouldn't you want to hear it? I mean, it's a show. Uh, it's straight. It's in your face. You get, you know, you get to interact, you know, and, you know, get your word across. And we don't try to sugarcoat nothing. So. Uh, see, Mocha says, didn't the Bucks have Josh Freeman as a starting quarterback? Yeah, one time the, when he came out of Kansas State, the top 10 pick, if I ain't mistaken. Uh, preach, man, facts. Don't worry about them suckers. Uh, we have long-term success. Uh, I'm not worried uh, too much, but I can see us uh, drafting a wideout early rounds next year. These injuries, the supposed attitude problems, 
or what's uh, not a plus uh, a large contract. I can see him being traded. Uh, no, I don't see him being traded. And once again, we buy into every tic- particular article that comes out that we read. And all of a sudden, like we making this assumption about it. Oh, the constant attitude problems. Here's a new flag for all, all fans out there. Here's a new flag for all of you fans out there. Every single NFL player has an ego. Every single one of those guys, you know, I'm pretty sure at one time or another, they have lost their position. And like Quinn said, there's a lot of situations that we don't know about. All of a sudden, this article comes out. This dude go from one being one of the best wide receivers in football to I don't know about him. We need to trade him. All I know is everybody have an ego, including the great Drew Brees. If you don't believe that Drew Brees has an ego, look no further and go back. And I know it probably hurts you, but go back and watch that wild card game versus the Minnesota Vikings. Go back and look at that pass that Taysom Hill threw to Deontay Harris. And then on the very next play, when Drew Brees got the ball, he threw the ball down the field to take in Junior and he threw a short and it was intercepted. You cannot tell me that wasn't an ego throw. If you don't believe that, everybody has an ego. It is what it is, you know? But I don't think it affects him as a as a player. If you're playing football, and I'm pretty sure everybody out here that's played any type of sport, you know, like, it's so physical. Like, you know what I'm saying? The adrenaline is pumping. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you get out your position, you angry, because the only thing you're trying to do is be successful at what you're doing. And sometimes a guy can't get out of pocket. You can start pushing and shoving guys that's your friends. You know, like it happens. Don't mean you're a bad guy. That don't mean that you need to get traded. That don't mean they need to kick you up out the door. I don't understand, like, why people just feel like a a team got to have some choir boys on it. Like, they got to shake hands and kiss babies and button their shirt all the way to the top. Oh, yeah. Yes, uh, I'm very glad to be here. Or is this your baby? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what y'all want. Y'all want politicians. I already told y'all, man. I said this back in the day around 2015, 2016. I said, I want some rough riders. You know what I'm saying? I want some dogs. I don't want, I don't want no guy to be out here shaking hands, kissing babies. They can do that off the field in the community and stuff. But on the field, man, I want some savages. You know what I'm saying? I want some, I want some headhunters. I don't want nobody to be sitting up there being all nice and kind and you know what I'm saying, walk your grandma across the street when I'm when I'm watching football. You think I care about that, man? Michael Thomas, that's exactly what we need. So, and, and everybody out here, another thing in that 2017 divisional round game versus the Minnesota Vikings, once again, everybody was praising Michael Thomas and how tough and how physical he was when he knocked out Ashante Shanko, you know what I'm saying, out of the game. Oh, he tough then. Oh, look at him. He a dog. It had Xavier Rose all out of position, all out of character. But now all of a sudden, oh, he out there going at it with CJ going to Johnson. Well, you can't turn that stuff on and off. And if you're an athlete, you'll understand that. All my athletes, I'm, I'm pretty sure you do understand that. So, Fingers, what's going on, man? How you doing? Hey, what's going on, TJ? Hey, man, I'm doing just fine, man. Thank you uh, for being a part of the show. Uh, what you got for us? Uh, just coming in on what you were talking about earlier, you know, it's it's not just what you're saying. It's what I hear and then with the whole national media. Right. That, that stirs. They like to basically what they like to do is, you know, you had that one, you know, your little kid, little kids about to fight and had the old circle of kids and right. they're talking about the baddest one, right. you know, 
they put you step up and they got a line. They push the person, and all of a sudden, a little fight break out. The person right. instigated and don't have nothing to do with it. Well, that's right. what the media's doing, man. Yeah, I mean, seriously, we are a good team. People are they trying to make a big deal. Yeah, you know, Drew right. did his thing, and I thank Drew for everything yeah. he's Drew. done, everything mm-hmm. he did for, for us. But the thing is, is, don't count us out. Right now, they're like, oh, they can't do anything because they got Jameis. Oh, it's going to be Taysom. Man, look, it's the outside, it's the peanut gallery making all the noise. For those yeah. of us in the house that we know, we know yeah. what we got on this team. Yeah. You know, you make it seem like they make it seem like uh, Jameis is a scrub. Well, Jameis was asked to throw, sling the ball all over the field. Yeah. The man taking, um, um, he took means to get himself t- taken care of, get his eyes checked and everything. And then on top of that, he has what he didn't have in Tampa, an offensive line. Come on, right. man. Right. And then right. let's talk about it. The, the thing you brought up earlier. When Drew went down those two seasons, these few games when Teddy took over, who the defense stepped up. Yep. This season, what happened? The defense stepped up. Same so thing. Yep. It's it's next is is the um next man step up. Yep, That's next. what it's about. Next man, step up. Stop, stop being. Listen to these these, these so called commentators, experts. They should be. If you want good content information, listen to the people that's in the house. You yep. named them all, along with your podcast and all the others that's, de- that's dedicated to the black and gold, not the clickbait, not all this other trash, all this other garbage, and do your own research, man. Yep. That's what you got to do. Yep. I've been saying that, man. I, uh, I'm about to let everybody in on a little secret. And I know what I'm talking about because I used to intern at a radio uh, radio station. And I had opportunities, you know what I'm saying, to, to do like little stuff with, with television. And I had friends that had internships at uh, TV stations. When you're an intern, your job is to make that person that's on air sound as credible as possible. You have producers that are behind the scenes when a guy gets, a, let's just say, for example, get a stat wrong, a name wrong, gets stuck in place. Their job is to go through the analytics and spit something out, something interesting that they feel like they need to give out to the general public. I say that to say this. The people that y'all listening to at 930 won't remember what they said at 1230. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, so the people that do their due diligence, those are the people that I feel like you need to invest your time in. That stuff is entertaining, man. You know what I'm saying? That stuff is entertaining. Like, as long as the Nielsen ratings come out every quarter, uh, in yeah. that case, every single week, and it's at a certain number, they don't care what they say. They just want you to tune in. That's why you have people like Emmanuel Alto, who's a smart brother, say something like, Giannis can't be a face of a basketball league because he's from Greece. What? Yeah. You know, you know what I'm saying? What? Like stuff like that. Like this is ridiculous, dude. Ridiculous. You know what? You know what, TJ? I'm gonna bring this out to you. Okay, why? I'm gonna put this, make this point. If, have you noticed on a certain? I'm not gonna even. I'm not gonna even say the name of the 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 um, company or whatever. But every time they show highlights of certain players, you notice they show highlights and have us in the bad light. Hmm. If you and it's it's like you saying it's if if I show you something in a negative manner of something over a course of time, somebody's going to start to think, oh, they're not that good. Oh, they've always been this problem. Oh, they've always been this way. Oh, they this and this and this. But for many years, they talked about how bad our organization was, and then they try to shoot little jabs. But there's only one team that's never even made it to the Super Bowl. Mm. 
has never ever seen the Super Bowl. Can't even say they smell the Super, Super Bowl. Only thing they did was either buy the ticket or have cookouts at the house when they were getting that brisket going. And that's the Vikings, <laughs> man. Right. But we can say we've been there. We haven't been, as many years we've been around, we have not been a total or, uh, worst organization. We've never been blanked. Mm, there yeah. are other organizations that have. However, the national media like to try to use certain teams as a punching bag all the time and, and on a low-key matter. Because I've seen them give us a compliment, but then as a backhand compliment on top of it. Man, yeah. miss me with that, man. Miss yeah. me with that. People scared to still scared to come to the, uh, the Superdome, as I call it, the Terror Dome, man. You mm. come in there, man, it's, it's painful. It's scary for other teams. They can yeah. try to downplay it all they want. And then, yeah. and like my man that was on that you talked to before, until Sean Payton, Mickey Loomis says something, don't worry. Keep it pushing, man. Everything's yep. still fine. We yep. got the team. And for you said, you so-called want to jump on the bandwagon, because I'm going to tell you, I know people that jumped on the bandwagon time we won the Super Bowl. <laughs> I mean, man, they were jumping on. It was, they, they, man, I'm seeing them come in, jumping off airplanes and parachuting, ripcording over the side and rappelling. Just to get on and say, this is right. a Super Bowl team. We want a Super Bowl. But for those of us that's been around, I'm talking about, you know, the Bobby Abad days. We, look, people don't even remember, was it Jim Everett? Jim Everett was a quarterback. People don't, yeah. people don't know about that, man. Yeah, they don't know about that stuff, man. They don't know about the Billy Joes, man. They don't yeah, know the about Billy, hey, back the, the heat shoes. The heat shoes. Yeah, they, they don't know about Ty Bowman. You know yeah, they don't know about that. You know, yeah, when, you had, when you had John Tice, a tight end out there lighting it up, people don't remember mm. that. Hey, they don't remember Boo Williams. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man, I feel you. I feel you on that, man. So, Fankers, I appreciate that, man. Thank you so much. And uh, call back anytime, man. I appreciate hey, it. Hey, take care, TJ. All uh, right, you too. Yeah, man. You remember Boo Williams? Huh? Y'all remember Cam Cleveland? <laughs> y'all remember that, huh? Yeah, some of y'all do. Some of y'all know what I'm talking about. Some of y'all are lost. You know. Uh, Before I get to uh, Sanchez, let me read... Uh. A few of the comments says uh, Gilbert says we still going to make the playoffs. Our schedule is not that tough. We're going to win 13 games. And even if we lose the division, we are good enough to make the playoffs. Gilbert, uh, you know, thank you so much. Uh, 13 games. I, I'm more on the level of 11. I think they're going to win 11 games. Uh, but 13, I mean, I guess it would be, it can be attainable. Inevitable says NFL still looks at the Tampa Bay sucking their franchise as a joke and always will. Yeah, I mean, they look at look. They only they feature because of Tom Brady. It's almost like David Ruffin and the Temptations. It's like Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That's what it is. But look, I'm not gonna knock the Buccaneers from from this particular standpoint. They are the champs, so I can't take that away from them. So they they have the right to beat on their chest because the last football game we seen was them hoisting the Lombardi Trophy. So I mean, they earned the right. But I feel like I still don't feel like you should come in here with that same type of energy because I mean some of these names I'm seeing unfamiliar as hell. You know what I'm saying? Buck, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I ain't seen some of these Buccaneers fans. You know what I'm saying? Uh real talk Perez, that's 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 my home, that's my boy right there. You know what I'm saying? Much love to him. You know what I'm saying? But some of these these Buck fans, man, they unfamiliar. And they know they're unfamiliar. So they'll say stuff like, oh, I'm a Brady fan. Shouts out to my best friend, Chris. Because <laughs> I know he probably watching this. He probably in and out of it. So he say he a, he, he a Brady fan, you know? Like some of y'all travel, you know what I'm saying? You know, I like, you know, Bartman, Bailey, Circus Olay. 
that's how y'all with some of these these basketball and football players y'all they're the traveling circus not calling y'all you know clowns or nothing like that y'all just traveling y'all travel with the circus you know i'm just being real some of y'all gonna some of y'all gonna ain't even gonna say look out below when y'all jump off that track <laughs> look out below we ain't gonna even hear that they're gonna look they, we we're gonna be in the middle of mid conversation you know i like being on the movies be like i hope they get it right ain't that right jim 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 gonna be in a jumped off the train sanchez what's going on man how you doing man what up tj long time no talk bro yeah man i know man appreciate you uh for being here man appreciate it man anytime oh i just want to start off with my opinion of uh michael thomas okay i think i'm in the minority when i say this tj and Mm -hmm. i want you and the who that nation to hear me out i don't want to sound too crazy okay but i refer i'm gonna start i'm gonna refer to uh your topic a couple weeks ago about do the saints truly need a number two standout wide receiver Mm -hmm. um i think about that and i read the report this morning that michael thomas is uh going under where he went under undergoing surgery and he's gonna Uh be out for you know the first four months Something like that. Right. Me personally, if this was like two years ago, TJ, I would probably be down in the dumps like, oh, man, I was so excited to finally have a healthy team together, see what James Winston could do with everybody. But now looking at it, being more level-headed now nowadays, mm-hmm. I'm happy. One reason because Michael Thomas, self-care is the best care. You know what I'm saying? We know the importance and we know the dominance that Michael Thomas bring each and every Sunday, each and every Monday, each and every Thursday in between practices. So I'm looking at our receiving court and I see uh, Trey Quan Smith, who I feel is destined to have a breakout season. Uh, I see the workout videos with not only him, but uh, Marquez Callaway. Uh, I see more opportunity for uh, Deontay, Deontay Harris in the passing game. I see more opportunities for Adam Trotman in the uh, passing game. Right. So, when you get all that, and once again, we see in the workout videos that's constantly like being put out there. Once again, it's not it's different when we put on the pads and the helmets. I understand it, but mm-hmm. just seeing that consistent work being being put in, the time being put in throughout the offseason, it made me more confident going into the season. Like. Okay, right. we lacking Michael Thomas. Hey, and guess what? We already been through some of this last year. Right. So now that we can, we got a quarterback that can, hey, also spread the ball, not only spread the ball, but spread it deep downfield, take right. the top off. Right. I feel like we, we ain't lost that much potential. And when we right. do have a 100% Michael Thomas, if everything culminates into that, that nice-looking gumbo like he's supposed to, we're going to be eating good, TJ. Yeah. I mean, look, I, I I trust this team. This is man, this is a really good football team. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I I can't get nervous and scared over a few few injuries because they showed us we they they can rise to the occasion, man, and they can overcome adversity. So I don't understand like why anybody just concerned. If 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 things start to go bad, I okay. Look, I open these phone lines up and I let you on in. All right, you can vent all you want to, but it's hard for me to be concerned about stuff that I, I I have absolutely no control over. And the only thing that I'm thinking about is what could possibly happen. I don't know if it's going to happen. 
All I know is there's a possibility that can happen. And I can't deal with possibilities, man. Okay. No. I, I, I can't deal. I can't, I can't deal with that, man. So, but Sanchez, thank you so much. Uh, thank you for calling in. Uh, don't be a stranger, man. Yes, sir. Anytime. Yeah, man. Shouts out to you out there in um, Memphis, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, shout man. Out. Yeah, shout out to okay. man. Shout out there in Memphis, man. Sanchez, you take it easy, brother. You too. Who that, man? Well, who that? Yeah, shouts out to Memphis, man. Shout out to my guy Sanchez. Um, read a few comments and I'll get to you, uh, Justin. See you on the road there, man. Read a few comments. Michael Thomas was carrying a wide receiver room when Brandon Cooks was here. Uh, they had a good little balance. I want to say uh Brandon Cooks had a thousand yards. I want to say he did. I want to say he had a thousand yards. I think he had like a thousand eighty-nine yards, if I'm not mistaken. Somebody might quote me on that. Uh, y'all high off the false hope from Jameis. It all uh, comes crashing down, though. Um, I'm look. Here's here's the reality. When you're known as being a terrible franchise, like horrible, like all things just go wrong. You you don't have a really good infrastructure. You don't really have like good smart individuals up top. You know, I can honestly understand why and how you would feel that way. I really do, you know, because you're only looking at it from an organizational standpoint. Like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers organization has been an absolute train wreck for the exception of this past year. They haven't made the playoffs since 2007. Their coaching staff has been a revolving door and they haven't really had anything in place since John Lynch, Warren Sapp and Derrick Brooks was there. So I can completely understand why a Buccaneers fan would feel like one or two pieces fall, they would fail. Because the one piece that y'all actually had that y'all brought in paid and made a difference. And I get it. But when it comes to like good teams that are structured well, teams that that put the players first, teams that don't have to worry about going out here getting this coach and that coach and getting this player and that player. They find ways to make it work. We don't think like that. So once again, I understand the Tampa Bay Buccaneers fans. They want to beat on their chest and cheer and say we won the Super Bowl. But at the same time, if you think that your organization is a better organization of that of the New Orleans Saints, once again, I know it's Friday, but it's too damn early to be drunk. You're absolutely out of your mind. You can talk about having one Lombardi trophy more than the Saints, but we all know that trophies don't always tell a story. Here's the reality. We put championships and all that and winning championships at, we put that at the top, but they don't always tell the whole story. Are you telling me that Joe Flacco is a better quarterback than Dan Marino? Uh, are you telling me that uh, Joe Flacco is a better quarterback than Jim Kelly? Um, are you telling me that Doug Williams was a better quarterback uh, you know, then Warren Moon, are you telling me all these different things? They don't always tell a story. So just because you all have a championship doesn't necessarily mean that y'all are better than this team or any other team. And we all know this isn't like how it is what we just watched in NBA Finals. It's a best of seven series, right? The best of seven series, you got to beat a team four out of those seven times. Any team can beat any other team on any given Sunday. The Browns were about this close to beating the team that you all faced in the Super Bowl. If it wasn't for Chad Henney running 13 yards up the field. So 
Sometimes a little bit of luck has to make your way. Now, like I said, you could be happy you won a Super Bowl. Not going to take that away from you. But let's come back to reality. Just because you all won the Super Bowl does not mean that you all are a better overall team than just the New Orleans Saints. Y'all caught lightning in a bottle. If you want to impress me, do it again. Don't do it when nobody barely looking at you. Don't do it when, you know what I'm saying, you can sneak up on somebody and nobody really paying no attention to y'all. Now that you got everybody's attention, if y'all go out there and y'all win the Super Bowl again, then you will get my respect. But I highly doubt that. Because like because in my honest opinion, nobody saw y'all coming. And nobody expected y'all to be as good as y'all, y'all end up being. Y'all end up caught, caught, catching lightning in a bottle. So congratulations to you. But let's let's get back to reality. And let's get to Justin. Justin, what's going on, man? How you doing? Can you hear me? Uh, having some issues with Ju- Justin. You had to call back, man. I'm sorry. Uh, couldn't hear you. Was having some issues with that. But let's see. At least Nola not uh, falling apart like Green Bay right now. First Rogers, now Adams looking towards free agency. Okay. Real talk, Perez. I'm just seeing your comments. So you're going to just ignore the fact that damn near the whole team opt out last season. And uh, most of them were starters. Well, I don't know what's going on with that, man. I don't know. Uh, there's 30-plus teams in the NFL, NBA, MLB, and NHL, and the second is are the worst in MMO. I guess you're referring to, like, the overall record of, of all, like, major sports. That is true. Uh, just of the names, Billy Joe Tyler and Billy Joe Hobart should be in the Saints Hall of Fame. <laughs> yeah, it should be. Faith says hit the like button. I absolutely agree with that. If you're liking the show, please hit the like button. Uh, there's a reason our organization love multi-position players. Saints have always been prepared for issues. It's called insurance. Yeah, they definitely do a good job at that. Uh, move on. J-Rock, thank you very much for $5. Say, TJ, how sick do you think Bucks fans will be if the Saints win a Super Bowl with Jameis on the center? They'll be really sick. And they would have to... Uh, they would have to come to grips that the Saints are a better organization than they are, or organizationally structured than they are. Because the question would be, why couldn't y'all win with him? And why couldn't y'all find out what made him work? So, yeah, they definitely would be, be sick. Yeah, they'll definitely be sick. But Right, TJ, the Bucks are going to be a disappointment this year. Look, all I'm saying is they got to do it again. I don't know how disappointing they're going to be. Uh, I think they're going to be a good football team. I think they got a good football team. They got a lot of young, talented players on that team. Y'all, you can't take that away from them. But all I'm saying is when you're the Super Bowl champion, you got everybody looking at you. Everybody wants to beat you, and everybody wants to, like, size themselves up next to you. So you got to go out there and perform. It's easy to go out there and play when people, you know, don't really expect you to be as good as you are, and you turn out to be that good. Then all of a sudden, like, now it's like, okay, we'll see. TJ, there's a report that the Bucks might be in trouble for not reporting injury on Tom Brady. Well, look, I don't know what to say about that. Uh, if they did, then now they got to take that up with the league office. I don't feel like it's going to affect anything. I don't think it's going to affect them, you know, as far as the season is concerned. You know, I think he's still going to be out there playing. Might cost him a couple of dollars, but. I don't think it's going to be nothing happened to Tom. 
Uh, they will be bottom feeders again and crying about their team and won't hear nothing from suck fans no more. Um, you know, all I know is, man, the Saints are a really good organization. And the Buccaneers, they found lightning in a bottle. And they doubt, I will say this, they can change my mind. If they go out there and they turn their organization into a, a place where people would love to play for, um, I will come on here and say, okay, they, they really turned around their organization. But as of today, I just think that they found lightning in a bottle because their history has shown like over the course of time that they're not a real good organization. They're not organizationally structured well, you know? It, now, this could be the start of something special, but if you're saying that, I, I just can't buy that, man. Like, even if the Kansas City Chiefs won a Super Bowl, I still wouldn't be on here saying they were just a better team. I, I You know what I'm saying? Because, like, they're a good organization. Don't get me wrong. Andy Reid is a really good coach. But it takes, you know what I'm saying? It takes, like, a complete body of work, right? It's like shooting the ball from the, from the half-court line. You might, you know what I'm saying, you throw the ball up in there, you might get lucky, it might fall in the rim. But, you know what I'm saying, let's see you do it a couple more times to show that this wasn't actually, you know, this wasn't actually a mistake. You know, like, like, come on, man. Like, that's that's all I'm saying. I ain't saying they can't do it. All I'm saying is, as of right now, if we're talking about organizations, the Saints are a better organization than the Bucs. And the Bucs have to, like, really prove by, you know what I'm saying, executing and winning and, and turning around and making their organization successful in order for them, for me to consider them as a good organization. I feel like they got good players, not a good organization. TJ, why don't you put your application in for the New Orleans Saints broadcasting? You're a very good podcast person. You have a lot of passion for. I need to uh, tell a lot of uh, good things. Um, I appreciate that, Brian, but that's not on my radar right now. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm trying to build the State of the Saints podcast. I'm trying to get sponsorship, and I'm trying to turn the State of the Saints podcast into a media network. That's my goal. Uh, I got, I, like I said, man, the only place that I would love to work for would be WWL. Like, if WWL were to call me and say, want to offer you a job, I don't know, doing sideline work uh, or, you know, talking about the Saints after a game, I have that conversation with my wife, you know. But besides that, I want to do my own thing. I'm happy. I'm happy doing my own thing. Why, you know, why would I, why should I have to go over here to a broadcasting network? You know, I feel like if you don't know about the state of the saints podcast, it's probably, you haven't heard it or, you know, we just got to do a little bit more in order for everybody to recognize it. But I'm not like, I'm not doing this so I can, you know, get up there and be working in Bristol, Connecticut or somewhere else. I do it because I love it. And I'm passionate about what I'm doing. And, you know, I feel like anything that I need to get, I'm aggressive enough uh, to put myself out there to, you know, get the things that I want. You know, I mean, come on, man. We, you know, this this podcast is presented by a national brand like Manscaped, right? You know what I'm saying? We got Everlast on the books, you know, like uh, fit, you know what I'm saying? Fit my foot, you know what I'm saying? App, you know what I'm saying? We got stuff like that. So, you know, you don't get that kind of stuff. You can you can sit around and say, okay, I'm going to wait till I get a job and work for ESPN so they can pay me when these sponsors come on TV. Or you can go out there and get it on your own. You know, closed mouths don't get fed. 
and you don't need to, you know you don't need to have a boss you know what i'm saying to start your own business you can be your own boss you know instead of calling espn let espn call you instead of you know hitting up uh fox boys one let them call you we're gonna go to justin man what's going on man and nothing much. My phone went out. Can you out. hear me? I was in the, uh, yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me good? Okay. Yeah, I can hear you, man. What you got for us? Man, um, you know me. I ain't for, I ain't about to worry about this, man. This is, I, I, I don't know why they panicking. Okay. If you could count, that's count. If he had the surgery then, but something go wrong, he had another surgery. Had a surgery in June. He might just miss one or two games. He ain't got to right. play. He ain't even got to play pre- preseason. He ain't got to play preseason. He can just sit on the sideline, just watch and do what he do. I mean, we had a good year, even though we were still waiting on trying to see who was going to merge in the first, first and second spot like, like we do every year. But my thing is, we got we got plenty of depth. We got plenty of depth every season. Mm-hmm. I know people want to start saying, "Oh, we need to go, go, go find us a find us receiver to place him." Now, mm-hmm. I believe that what we do, we do, we do. Next man up. Only thing I will worry about right now is my defense. Mm-hmm. I really, I really, I really don't. I'm not even worried about the offense. I really ain't worried about the defense. Right. But I do, I do want us to get. I want, I want to see what cornerback situation gonna be like. And since Davy Automata is gonna be suspended, mm-hmm. is we gonna move over Peyton Turner, move over Peyton Turner, let him get some get some of that defensive uh uh tackle uh reps, and mm-hmm. so we will have to sign nobody to save money or what we gonna do. That's right. what my main concern is right now. Right. We could we have when just when Breeze out, what we did the most, we ran the ball. Like we wanted, well, that's what the fans wanted to see. We right. want to see the Saints run the ball. Yeah, I don't. I, I everybody like this uh, big play crap. Okay, I, I understand. Boom, we want to make some more, make some highlight reel. But right. the thing is, the point thing is, you have a successful running game, mm-hmm. and you, if you have a successful running game with Alvin Kamara and Latavius Murray. They right. gonna they, the Saints gonna do what they do line up in the eye formation or they gonna run single back offense and the tight ends I would I would love to see this the year for Adam Troutman I have been rooting for him ever since we we drafted him I don't mm-hmm. care about even with Madden I take Jared Cook ass out I'm sorry I take him out Adam Troutman is my starter that's two I really want to see the t- the tight end game has been missing for a c- couple years. And that's who that's what I'm looking to see. I ain't worried about uh Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas gonna be all right. Michael Thomas gonna be in the rotation when he get there. We, yeah. we deal with all that, we get there. So it is what it is. Yeah, man. I mean, it, it should be okay. I think if the, the Saints got the good coaching staff, they got some they got some good players, man. They'll be able to weather the storm, man. But uh Justin, uh be careful on that road, man. Thank you for calling in and uh you got some fans in the chat telling you to uh, put it 10 and 2. <laughs> you know what I'm 10 and 2. Yeah, 10 and 2. I, I can do it one hand. I, I can do it one hand. They did it so long. All right, man. Yo, you take it easy, man. You uh, Take care. Call back anytime. All right, All right man. Yeah.
man. Shouts out to Justin, man, on the road, man. Shouts out to all the truck drivers out there, like Justin, man, out there, you know, deliver making deliveries, uh, you know, across the country, around the world, man. Appreciate y'all. Read a few more, and then we're gonna get up out of here, man. Get ready for the Black and Gold Breakdown podcast. Y'all make sure that y'all check out Aaron's uh podcast, Black and Gold Breakdown podcast. I'm gonna be on that one immediately following. Well, it's gonna be three o'clock Eastern time, so. Uh, I'll be on there at three o'clock Eastern time. So y'all be sure to check it out. Uh, Trey says, uh, Saints usually start off slow till October, drop a few games, then come uh, catch a rhythm. Facts. On your model, Mike T return and DBs figure out come November, we'll be uh, set for a playoff run 11 to six. Yeah, the Saints are always pretty good. I mean, Saints get hot like around October. Like, man, they, they I think they reckon October is like, Man, unbelievable. Like, they, man, they they should call Sean Payton Mr. October. Uh, I would just uh, give me respect and courtesy of a good job. Do you want to share and the news and notes uh, that you tell us and the truth that you tell us about the New Orleans Saints? It's just respect. Well, look, I feel like I got a good job. You know what I'm saying? Like, look, I got a dream job. Since I want to say... You know, since, man, I was a kid, I wanted to do, you know what I'm saying, broadcast. You know, I didn't know what type of way, you know what I'm saying, but, you know, all all I can remember is, like, listening to the radio. When I got to college, you know, I, I don't feel like it was a mistake that I changed my, my major from, uh, you know, history. I was majoring in history to communications. And, you know what I'm saying, when I started to, like, get into, like, theater stuff and, you know, public speaking and all that kind of stuff. I mean, I just really just fell in love with it. Me working at the radio station, WLGI is a dream. You know, not only do I get an opportunity to be on the air, uh, but I get opportunity to, you know, uh, produce commercials, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like do different things, you know, and be able to be creative. And then, you know, I can do a show like this and talk about a team that I love to do. So, I mean, I'm I'm not I'm not so concerned about working at some major network. And I just feel like, okay, yes, you know what I'm saying? It would possibly change, you know what I'm saying, me financially, you know, but what do I really gain? You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, probably have more people know who you are, but I'm I'm fine by that. I don't care about that. What I care about was in the best interest of me and my family. And if everybody else is happy, then I'm fine. I love doing the State of the Saints podcast. Do you think, honestly, it's a coincidence that this show has grown the way that it has? I don't think so. You know, it wasn't, I, I didn't I didn't have any corporate backing. You know what I'm saying? I didn't have like a media network like sponsoring the show, giving me money and giving me ways to push it. You know, I didn't have that. All I had was just the passion I have for this team. So that's why I tell anybody, like, you know, people ask about what's the secret. The secret is passion. The secret is commitment. The secret is being aggressive. You know, you do those things, then you don't have to worry about, you know, somebody coming in to save you. You know, I, you know, I'm not saying that's what people do, but I'm, I'm just saying you'll be able to create your own lane. We're going to go to RJ. Uh, what's going on, man? How you doing? What's up, TJ? Uh, I'm doing just fine, RJ, man. Appreciate you for being on the show. Yeah. I- I think um, a lot of people don't – they forget how Michael Thomas was on our team, but we got good players on our team. 
right. that can get us there, you know. Right. And I think um people gotta understand that Michael Thomas is out the game. So we got Deontay Harris, we got um we got yeah. um Montgomery, we got two, we got a couple more all the receivers, but I believe we'll get the job done though. Right. Yeah, I, I think that I think we'll be fine, man. They got a lot of young receivers here, RJ, that a lot of people aren't giving these guys credit for. And um I just think that people are just so so fixated. Like the NFL is not like Madden, right? If you take Michael Thomas off the Saints team and you simulate the season, most likely it'll affect the way that the Saints actually play and their overall record. It don't work like that, right? You don't know who has uh come into their own you don't know who has developed you don't know who has been working on their footwork their hands and might be able to take that next step see we so used to this so-called status quo you know of the michael thomas of the drew Brees, that when those guys are out we just feel like it's a significant loss to a point where we can't weather the storm but we can you know we we can so i mean do you have a wide receiver in particular rj that you think can step up in the absence of Michael Thomas. Um, somebody out there that you have your own, especially going into training camp next week. Um, Callaway. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah I believe he'll he'll get the job done though. Yeah, and Deontay Harris too. Yeah, I think I think the the ability to get the ball down the field is going to benefit uh, Deontay Harris. Uh, also, you know that speed. I, I just think that he's going to be able to. Uh, do some damage and also Marcus Callaway he was always a, a good route run he was a good route runner last year so good to see what he's going to do in I'm interested to see what he's going to do in, in year two man but uh you got anything else RJ yeah um do, what about the quarterback position do you know who um who's gonna start yet uh nah man I mean they really are gonna from everything that I'm hearing and um I had this conversation with uh Maddie Hudak, man. I don't know if you've seen that interview, but she made a good point, man. You know, like the Saints don't really, you know, benefit by disclosing the, you know, who's going to be the starting quarterback right now. Let these other teams figure it out. I think they're really going to legitimately have a competition and, you know, let the best man win. Now, I'm more of a Jameis guy. You know, I feel like the competition is going to lead in the favor of Jameis. Uh, the, the players that I'm hearing, uh, you know, every time I, I listen to a podcast or interview, they always refer to Jameis as that starting guy. So, I mean, take that with a grain of salt. But uh, we're going to see, man. I mean, training camp going to tell a lot of things, a lot of things that we need to know. And they're probably going to be answering some of the questions. And hopefully training camp RJ will help some of these Saints fans uh, come back off that ledge, man, and go back in the house and go to sleep. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah uh, I mean, I got to. I mean, I hear a couple of people saying, what y'all going to do this season? I said, we're going we're gonna to be all right this season. That's why I told them. I said, still, mm-hmm. I hear Steelers fans and it's Seattle fans and it's yeah. Tampa Bay fans and the Redskins fans, Steelers fans, you know. Yeah, right. I said, well, we're going to be all right this time. I trust our team, though. I know we're going to get to the Super Bowl soon, though. Yeah, yeah. I, I trust this team, man. I trust Sean Payton. I think they're going to do a good job, man. But RJ, I appreciate yeah, yeah. it. Thank you so much for calling State of Saint the podcast and uh, call back anytime, man. All right, who that? Who that? And shout out to RJ Mason, man. That's my guy right there, man. Always uh always chiming in via social media. Uh, you know, appreciate you for being here. Uh TJ, I could see you do weather and traffic suited up. <laughs> nah, man. Nah, I can't do that. You know, 
I, I don't do the I don't do the weather. Nah, I mean I bring in the weather. You know, ninety point nine. You know, I say something like ninety point nine FM, ready of a high. It is yours truly, TJ Jones, and it's a beautiful day outside. But to verify this day, let's go with the ninety point nine FM weather report. But I don't do the weather. You know, I don't do the weather. <laughs> Mark says, "Uh, that boy weak." Uh, why he waited so long? I don't think Mark is the fact that he waited so long, man. Like, you know, he probably didn't. <clears throat> he probably didn't think he would need it. They see that's the thing, you know. Like some of these guys, we we wonder, but sometimes those guys can get that stuff rehab. What I heard, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I don't. I don't know how true this is exactly, but I was reading an article and. You know, from a from a local reporter, I can't remember the person's name, but what they said was, um, it wasn't a fact that he couldn't. You know, what I'm saying he couldn't wait for this surgery. It's the fact that he would have had to get it eventually. So he could have came out here probably, you know, to play, but he probably wouldn't have been the same. But so it's probably best he go ahead and get it knocked out now, and don't have to worry about it later. So. They got it to a point where he can actually play, but it wasn't, you know what I'm saying? But it, it would have, you know, cost them down the line. So if that's the case, then I don't think we can blame him for that. Cause I mean, you look, you got to listen to the doctor. None, none of those guys are doctors. They only can tell you how they feel. And he probably didn't feel bad, you know, but the doctor has to, you know, the doctor tells him, okay, man, maybe, you know, you need to consider this. Now, I must tell you, like, you could play, but, you know, by you keep on doing this, this might happen, and you might have to end up getting surgery eventually, you know? Mike T should not play last season. He should have set out. I agree with that. That's for all my people That's for all my people out there, you know, that's for all my people out there that's talking about this man being selfish. And speaking of which, Mike T being selfish if – we're being honest. No, if Mike T was being selfish, he wouldn't have came into the game in the first place. Let's let's make something very, very clear. The reason why Michael Thomas shut it down towards the end of the season, to, you know what I'm saying, was he gave it everything that he had, but he still was dealing with injury. So he went to the team doctor as well as the coaching staff and said, okay, I can get you up to this game, but we probably going to have to shut it down, you know what I'm saying, so I can be ready for the playoffs. If this guy was as selfish as y'all trying to make him out to be, why in the world would he risk his health and, you know what I'm saying, a nagging ankle injury that he could have really hurt even worse? And, and come to think about it, did y'all did y'all come to think about the fact that the reason why he's probably in this situation right now is because for the betterment of the team, he decided to battle it out and go out there and play in the playoffs? Did y'all think about that? Of course not, because that's not good narrative. The narrative is Michael Thomas is a selfish football player because he is not going to shut it down. He waited too long to get surgery. Excuse me, all my people out there. Excuse me, Dr. House. Excuse me, Dr. Fine and Dr. House. Okay, but none of us are doctors unless we got an orthopedic surgeon on here that know about feet. You know what I'm saying? Maybe we got a masseuse that study feet. But if we ain't got nobody like that, all of this stuff is just pure speculation right here. Okay. That, that, that's that's what it all comes down to. We're all speculating. You can call this man selfish all you want to, but don't call a man selfish when he's going for 10 catches for a buck 92 and two touchdowns. Don't call a man selfish when the Saints need a first down and he give them one. Don't call don't call him selfish when the, the uh when a quarterback throw him a touchdown to to 
to put the Saints in the lead. Don't call them selfish then. You know, I mean, yeah, call them selfish then. That's what I should say. Call them selfish then. Okay? Then, you know what I'm saying? I guarantee you, you won't then because that's the only thing about some of you Saints fans out there. All y'all want to do, excuse my French, bitch and moan about nonsensical things that you know absolutely nothing about. All this stuff is speculated. Quinn hit the nail on the head. We speculate because we do not know what the hell's going on. And because we don't know what's going on, we have to wonder. You ever, you know what I'm saying? I, 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 look, I get it. I love my wife. You know what I'm saying? My wife is extremely quiet, right? You know what I'm saying? My wife is cool head Luke. Sometimes my wife, I don't know what be going on sometimes. Like, cause she's so, you know what I'm saying? She's so monotone. She's so mellow about every single thing. That, you know what I'm saying? And sometimes, like, that can affect you. Like, you okay? You show, you show, you know what I'm saying? You're kind of quiet. What's going on here? Right? You know what I'm saying? So, automatically, you just automatically assume something is wrong because nobody is saying nothing at all. But, new flash. Just because they don't say nothing don't mean, you know what I'm saying? Don't mean the worst. Don't mean the worst. You know, that's all I'm saying, man. I, I'm I'm sorry, but look, it needs to be said. Sounds like Mike T has Blue Cross Blue Shield health insurance. They take forever for doctors. <laughs> I don't like. I said, like when you're dealing with injuries, sometimes doctors will tell you that you don't need them. Like you know, what I'm saying, let's see if we you rehab and let's see how the ligaments come together. And if you know, what I'm saying, like you won't need surgery. But then something might happen and they might take another look and be like, you know what? You might need to get surgery. Even if you don't get it today, it's going to eventually bother you. You know, Mike T is a beast. He will uh, be back. People need to quit hating. Stupid comments are bad for your help. All I'm saying is it's coming from a place of, of emotion and not logic. Because if we're thinking logical, there's no way on God's green earth that anybody should question this dude as a player, as, as, a, as a teammate, as a guy that goes out there and give it all. And I'm going to be honest with you. Let me, let me, let me let y'all in on a little secret. None of us are paying this dude bills, right? So if this dude go out here, play football on a near damaged ankle, Right. He, he supposed to suck it up, right? Toughen it out. What's going to happen when that dude go out there and be a mere shell of himself? What's going to happen when he can't give you that same production he was giving you earlier in his career? You're going to say, man, we need to get Mike T up out of here. So I can't blame the guy for wanting to do what's in the best interest of himself. Because he's only doing what all of us do our own selves. We look out for the best interest of ourselves. We want to make sure that we're in a perfect bill to help. We want to make sure that all our bills are paid. We want to make sure that we have a little money to the side to have those guilty pledges that we all enjoy. So what makes this do any different than anybody else that's walking the face of God's green earth? This man looking out for himself. I have no problem with it. So if he decides that he wants to get surgery, fine. Because he, he realized that later on down the line, it's going to affect him as a player and mess with his bankroll. Have at it. Can't knock a guy for that. I'm sorry. But I want to say thank you all for checking out the State of the Saints podcast. This has been a fun show. Before you go, go ahead and give your boy a thumbs up. Appreciate that. Give a boy a gold thumbs up. 
even everybody out there, man, go ahead and subscribe to the YouTube channel. If you enjoyed this show, if you enjoyed the State of the Saints podcast, if this is your first time checking out the State of the Saints podcast, hopefully it won't be your last. Uh, got some guests coming up next week. Um, talking with uh, John DeShazer. Most likely he'll be on the show next week. Going to talk to a few more uh, Saints reporters, try to see if we can get them on the show. Once again, uh, the Keith Washington, the second interview is available right now on the YouTube channel. I had an interview with Saints cornerback Keith Washington. Of course, he's battling for that, that cornerback spot that's vacant uh, because of uh, Janora Jenkins uh, no longer being with the Saints. Talk a little bit about you know his uh, work ethic and some things he's bringing into his second year. That's available right now. Previous episodes are available on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Anchor FM. This show is brought to you by Manscaped.com. Use the promo code State of Saints. That's all one word, lowercase letters, State of Saints. You will save 20% off. Okay, you, you will save 20% off. And check out uh, State of Saints podcast on social media. On Twitter at State of Saints. Okay, on Instagram at State of Saints. And Facebook.com, search the State of the Saints podcast. Till and also, man, and the Black and Gold podcast, I'll be on there. Uh, I'll be on there as well with Aaron. Till next time, all I got to say is, who that? <laughs>